Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Premier League, Saturday the 17th of August 2019. Arsenal versus Burnley. Kickoff off 12th. The contents. Head coach. The captain. Voice of Arsenal. Hit for six. The future. Arsenal Academy squad 2019-20. Pre-season match reports. Visitors. Burnley. My story. Match action. Arsenal women. Arsenal Academy. Young guns. Teams. Unai Emery, head coach. Unai Emery, the boss on a positive start and a promising future. Good afternoon. And welcome back to Emirates Stadium. On behalf of myself and the players, I just wanted to convey the excitement here, ahead of what we will all work tirelessly towards making a special season. For me, waking up on the morning of our first home game is always one of my favourite moments of the year. I believe that together we can all approach 2019-20 to with much enthusiasm, hope and belief. And together is a key word, because we stand the best possible chance of achieving our aims if all of us, players, staff and fans, stay united through the good moments and the challenging times that lie in front of us. We are a club in process, and I am convinced that if we stick together, we will make this season one we all look back on with pride. We made a good start by winning at Newcastle last week. Obviously, the aim is always to win, but to keep a clean sheet away from home in our first game was very pleasing too. That was the target. We were very compact, we controlled the game with the ball and we created chances, which we need to do for our strikers. We did that and Oba was there to score the winner. We want to start defending with the strikers and we want to start attacking with Bernd Lino. We need to create good combinations, good situations, to create chances. And after that, each player has the quality to score, to give the pass, to make the assist, and to do the job defensively. Aubameyang is one of our goal scorers, with Lacazette, with Pepe, and the rest of the team in support. 
At Newcastle, I think every player worked very well. Overscored because every player worked together. Our idea is to continue being one team. And while we want to attack, we also need a balance defensively. We've made a number of signings this summer. And I'm very pleased with those additions. After last week's match, I was asked in my press conference why I didn't start any of our new players. David Lewis did pre-season with another team, and he is OK to play physically, but he only trained completely with us on the day before the game. I was thinking to give Socrates and Chambers confidence, because they were working well together. Nicolas Pepe arrived one week before the game, and physically he needs to get his best fitness to be ready to play 100% for 90 minutes. I think that playing 20 minutes last week was good for him. Danny Ceballos came before Pepe, but he got an injury and he stopped training. But he needs to know the Premier League, so it was important for him and for us. I also used Rhys Nelson and Joe Willock because they deserved to be with us and to give them confidence can help us. It's the same with Gabriel Martinelli, who played the last 10 minutes because he deserved it. Burnley will be tough opponents today. It's going to be a very physical match and we need to be strong. We need to stick to our game plan and our tactical positioning, then win the individual duels. They are very strong in the duels and they are going to demand a lot of us defensively, with their long balls especially. They have a very clear structure, with two up front, and are very efficient within that structure. Also, they have players who play very well. If you let them play, they can build up with Tarkovsky and me, with Westwood and Cork, and they have two very good wingers in McNeil and Goodmanson. I respect their team a lot, and I respect their coach a lot. Finally, I just wanted to say on behalf of everyone at Arsenal how devastated we were to learn of the death of José Antonio Reyes during the summer. José was a very popular player and person, both here at Arsenal and also in Spain, and he will be missed by the football world. Welcome home, and enjoy the game. New season, new rules. Unai and his players have a number of new laws of the game to get their heads around for 2019-20. to 20. As do you. So here they are. Handball. Any goal scored or created through accidental handball will be ruled out. The new rule also states that a player is taking a risk by having the hand or arm above shoulder height, according to the game's lawmakers, the International Football Association. Drop balls. Drop balls will only be awarded when the ball touches a match official. Instead, the last team to touch the ball will retain possession, and play resumes with the goalkeeper if the ball is in the penalty area. Free kicks. Players on the attacking team cannot stand within one yard of a wall containing three or more defenders because it is against the spirit of the game. Also, when the defending team takes a free kick in their own penalty area, the ball is in play once the kick is taken. The ball no longer has to leave the penalty area before it can be played again. Goal celebrations. 
Yellow and red cards given for illegal celebrations, removing the shirt or jumping into the crowd, for example, will stand even if the goal is ruled out by VAR. Goal kicks. Previously, the ball was considered dead until it left the penalty area after a goal kick. Now, the ball is in play when it is touched in the 18-yard box. This is to stop time-wasting when a defender plays the ball before it leaves the penalty area, knowing that the goal kick will be retaken. Penalty kicks. The goalkeeper must not be moving or touching the goalposts when a penalty is taken and must have at least part of one foot on or in line with the goal line. Kick-off. The team that wins the toss can choose to take the kick-off or decide which goal to attack. Previously, they only had the choice of which goal to attack. Quick free kicks. If the referee is about to issue a card, but the non-offending team takes a quick free kick and creates a goal-scoring opportunity, the referee can delay issuing the card until the next stop page if the offending team was not distracted by the referee. The quick free kick is not allowed if the referee has already pulled out the card. Substitutions A substituted player must leave the field by the nearest point on the touchline or goal line rather than the halfway line. This is to speed up the process and avoid time-wasting. Officials A team official guilty of misconduct is now shown a yellow or red card. If the offender cannot be identified, the most senior coach in the technical area at the time will be penalised. The Captain, Granite Shaka, the view from the dressing room. Starting the season well was a target we set ourselves, so we were all very pleased to win what was a really tough battle at Newcastle last weekend. Obviously taking three points is what was most important, but I was especially pleased with how we won the game. Newcastle is always a difficult place to visit. They are a team that have good technical players, but they don't mind going more direct either, so you always know that you will have to fight and battle. From the first minute until the last, we did that individually and as a team. We weren't intimidated, we didn't let them get on top of us. We just stood up to them when we needed to and stuck to our game plan. For the experienced players, that's maybe slightly easier because you're used to playing in those kind of matches. So with that in mind, I was really impressed with how Joe Willock and Rhys Nelson handled themselves. They weren't afraid, they just played the way they have been all through pre-season and they were an important part of the team effort. We know that aspects of our game still need to improve, and they will, but what was so crucial was that we played as a team and kept our focus. Keeping a clean sheet away from home in the first game of the season was also a really big positive for us. We know that last year our away form was probably what stopped us from finishing in the Champions League places, so to go to Newcastle last weekend and keep that clean sheet was really good for our confidence. We need to do that regularly, especially in those tight matches where one moment decides the game. Newcastle defended well and made it hard for us to make chances, 
but when we did, Ober was there to score. That's typical of him. When he gets into those positions, you know he's going to hit the target. He's looked really sharp during pre-season, so I was expecting him to start with a goal at Newcastle, and he didn't disappoint. We can't forget Ainsley's role in that goal either. Once he'd intercepted that ball on the halfway line, there was no way they were going to catch him. The cross for Ober was perfect, and it capped a really good performance. With the attacking players we have here, we know that we will score many goals this season. But in every game we attack and defend as a team, and that's why we managed to keep that important clean sheet. We've had a positive start, but now we need to make sure that we're ready to approach today's game in exactly the same way, united, working hard for each other, fighting for each other and expressing ourselves when we get the opportunity. Like with Newcastle, games against Burnley are never easy, so we have to start well at home too. What's really important for us as players is your support. We are going to give everything for you to make sure this season ends with us all smiling and you can really help to push us further by getting behind us, by raising the noise levels when we need you and by sticking with us even in the challenging... even in the challenge... That really stood out at Newcastle last week. I don't think there's an away end in the Premier League further away from the pitch but we could hear you all afternoon, and in those tough moments near the end of the match, it was a real help to hear you singing and supporting us. For so many fans to travel all over the country supporting us is something that we genuinely do massively appreciate, and hopefully this season we can create many moments to celebrate together. Of course, some new players have joined over the summer, which will help us achieve those aims. All the lads have settled in well, and what I really liked was that when Danny, Nico and Gabriel came off the bench at Newcastle, they completely understood the game situation and worked hard to help us preserve the lead. When you make your debut in that situation away from home in a physical match, there's no time to acclimatise. You just have to stand up and be ready to fight as soon as you enter the pitch. All three of them did that. Finally, I just wanted to say how proud it made me to have the captain's armband at Newcastle last weekend. It really is a special feeling to lead an Arsenal team out onto the pitch, and one that I see as a major honour. We have many senior players in our squad, many personalities who are happy to take on the responsibility of leading this group, and together we are all determined to push this club forward and create a successful future. Thanks for your support. Voice of Arsenal. Freddie's new role. We've made some coaching changes as part of our ongoing strategy to fully develop our young players and efficiently bring them through to the first team. Our goal is to create a transition team that will manage a player's development through some of the most challenging periods of their professional lives. This will create a clear framework for our youngsters to fulfil their potential. Freddie Jungberg, who previously led our under-23s, is now assistant first-team coach. We're delighted with the impact he's made in helping our young players into the first team, and he fully deserves this promotion. Alongside new coaching responsibilities, Freddie will have a strong focus on the young players moving into the first-team group. Steve Bald, 
now leads our under-23 team, as well as overseeing the under-23 and under-18 phase programme, with Academy Manager, Per Mertesacker. Steve will also work with Freddie to determine how many players step up from the academy to the first team to ensure they're exposed to the right challenges at the right time. Our first team goalkeeping coach, Sal Bibbo, will also take on additional responsibilities, leading the transition of our young goalkeepers from academy to senior football. To complete this transition team, loan manager Ben Napper will continue to identify and recommend third-party clubs to play their part in our players' development into senior football. Programme Fact The programme for Arsenal's game against Burnley on May 6, 2017 recorded the highest print run and sales of any issue since the club moved to Emirates. After two reprints, more than 80,000 programmes were made available to supporters. The reason for the huge interest in the issue was, of course, the game represented Arsene Wenger's last home match as Arsenal manager. Ins and outs. Arsenal stormed this summer's transfer market, making six key signings for both the coming season and the years ahead. But while a number of players have joined the club, we've also said some goodbyes. Laurent Kozielny's nine-year stay ended when he signed for Bordeaux. Aaron Ramsey is now at Juventus. Danny Welbeck has joined Watford and Peter Cech retired, with Stefan Lichsteiner also leaving us. Alex Iwobi joined Everton, David Ospina is now at Napoli and Carl Jenkinson has moved to Nottingham Forest. Christian Bailik has switched to Derby County and Takuma Wasano has joined Partizan Belgrade, with Cohen Bramall signing for Colchester United. Finally, Eddie Nkita will spend the season on loan at Leeds United, with Dayan Iliev joining SKF Sarad and Ben Sheaf at Doncaster Rovers. Arsenal and Adidas, together again. This summer was a momentous one for us on the kit front. It saw Arsenal reunited with Adidas after 25 years. Our new home kit was unveiled on July 1st, the day our partnership began, and combines modern fabrics and performance materials with a classic style that harks back to those iconic kits from 1986 to 1994. Just over a fortnight later, we unveiled the new Away kit. Inspired by the iconic bruised banana Away strip of the early 1990s, the shaded zigzag pattern represents a subtle interpretation of the classic kit that became synonymous with the original Adidas and Arsenal partnership. Finally, Last Monday, we launched our brand new third kit. The shirt, which is exclusively for sale from Adidas and Arsenal until tomorrow, is dark navy, complemented by yellow detailing along the sleeves and the club crest. Like the look of our new kits? You can pick one up in one of our club shops or online at arsenaldirect.arsenal.com. VAR. What is it good for? The Video Assistant Referee, VAR system, will be in operation for the first time in a Premier League fixture at Emirates Stadium this afternoon. VAR can be used to overturn a subjective decision if a clear and obvious error has been identified. The referee will explain his decision to the VAR official and what he has seen. If the evidence provided by the broadcast footage does not accord with what the referee believes he has seen, the VAR recommend an overturn. 
The referee has the option to use the Referee Review Area, RRA, and can view VAR instance at their discretion. The final decision will be taken by the on-field referee and VAR will automatically change the four match changing decisions, goals, penalty decisions, direct red card incidents and mistaken identity. Yellow cards will be issued to players who aggressively make the VAR signal to a match official and replays will be shown in real-time speed when checking for intensity and in slow motion to identify point of contact. When a VAR check occurs, it will be communicated via the big screens in the stadium. Find out more about VAR later in the podcast. 70 Years Service A warm welcome to Bill Reid from Northumberland, attending the game with his two sons today. Bill's first match supporting the Gunners was the opening day of the 1949-50 season, when we also played Burnley. So history is repeating itself for one of our most loyal supporters. Although, as Bill says, we don't want too many parallels with that particular opener. I'm looking forward to the game just as much as I was all those years ago. But I hope the result is different because Burnley won 1-0. Report it. Discriminatory chanting and antisocial behaviour is offensive to all fans and not tolerated. If you witness any form of offensive behaviour, you can report it to a steward or use our See Something, Say Something service by texting FOUL to 67777, together with a description of the incident. We are proud of the diverse nature of our team, our fans and wider community. Thank you for your support. Homophobic abuse. Last season at our fixture games against Brighton and Hove Albion on May 6, 2019 at Emirates Stadium, an Arsenal supporter chanted homophobic abuse. He pleaded guilty in court and received a three-year football banning order and a £723 fine. Discrimination has no place in our game. Through our Arsenal for Everyone initiatives, we work hard across the club to ensure that everyone is welcome at Arsenal and we do not tolerate any form of discrimination. Rest in peace, Jose Antonio. Everyone at Arsenal was devastated by the shocking news that our former player, Jose Antonio Rees, passed away in a traffic collision in Spain. Our thoughts are with all his family, friends and teammates. Jose, who was part of the Invincibles team, was a hugely popular figure at our club and will always hold a special place in our hearts. He represented Arsenal 110 times, scoring 23 goals and made many memorable contributions to our 49-game unbeaten run. Rest in peace, Jose. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Tony Banfield Everyone at Arsenal was saddened to hear of the recent death of Tony Banfield. Tony, father of the first team coach, Neil Banfield, was an Arsenal scout for more than 20 years and a hugely valued and popular member of staff. Responsible for scouting youth and senior players in Switzerland and Italy, he had an exceptional eye for footballing talent. The thoughts of everyone at the club are with Tony's friends and family. On this day... 1977, Thierry Henry is born. Coming up Friday, the under-23s host Everton at Emirates Stadium. Good luck, Peter. Everyone at the club would like to wish Peter Clydesdale a happy retirement following 16 years as part of the Stadium Tours and Museums team. Peter joined the club in 2003 and was a knowledgeable and enthusiastic tour guide. Drawing on his love of Arsenal and experience of being a good player himself, he was picked for his national service team and was a full-blooded centre-forward for Enfield FC. Enjoy your retirement, Peter. You're always welcome at the Emirates. We'll even give you a free tour. Hit for six. Meet the players who lit up the transfer window as Arsenal went big in the market this summer. The headline on Sky Sports said it all. Ruthless Arsenal won the transfer window. It was August the 9th, the first day of the new season, and with the transfer window closed, the Gunners could reflect on a job well done. The squad boasts six new signings who combine youth and experience, talent and winning nouns. These are players who will strengthen the squad, both in the short term and in the years to come. And now seems like the perfect time to find out what it means to each other for them to be here. Gabriel Martinelli, Brazilian striker Gabriel, was our first signing in the summer back in July the 2nd. And if you weren't familiar with him, then you certainly are now. The 18-year-old enjoyed an impressive pre-season, scoring in his first game for the club against Colorado Rapids before making his Premier League debut off the bench in the 1-0 win at Newcastle United last weekend. He's setting his sights high. I model my game on Cristiano Ronaldo. He is a player who works hard, pushing himself to the next level, Gabriel told us, soon after signing. I look up to Ronaldo, Lionel Messi and Neymar because they are players who can decide games and who are very professional, who dedicate themselves to the whole game. It is a dream since I was a child and also my family's dream for me to be playing in Europe and playing for a big team like Arsenal, he added. I am going to take this opportunity. 
He might only be 18, but he's aware that he's not the first Brazilian to play here. I know Edu, Danielson. Edu in particular, I had a little contact with him at the Corinthians as I had a spell there. And I know they have a lot of success here, but also the national team. I'm going to try and follow the same route. Danny Sabalos. Spanish midfielder Danny, who signed on loan from Real Madrid on July the 25th, has a more poignant reason for joining Arsenal than any other other summer signings. This is a historic club that I've always looked out for because of Jose Antonio Rios, who is from the same town as me, Sabalos says. He made history at this club, winning the league title, so it's an important step for my career to join Arsenal. I spoke to his father just before coming here and he told me not to think twice because this is a wonderful club. Jose had a fantastic time here. When I came into the training ground today, I saw a picture of him and it really struck me because he's like my childhood idol. Being at the club where he made a name for himself is a big step forward and I hope to make this club even bigger. Hector Bellerin had a hand in the move too. I get on really well with Hector, the 22-year-old said. I told him I was thinking of joining and he told me not to think twice because it's not only a great city and a great club and that I was going to have a great time. William Sabalia. Although you won't see him in red and white this season, French defender William can't wait to join us next summer. It's a massive pleasure to sign for a really, really big English club, said the 18-year-old, who joined Arsenal on July the 25th, but will remain at Saint-Étienne on loan for this term. This is the biggest club in England for me, so that it was an easy decision. The history, the badge, since I was little, I've been watching Arsenal and there are a lot of French players who have come through here. I spoke to Matteo, I even bumped into him, at a fun fair in Paris, and I told him Arsenal wanted to sign me. He gently advised me to come here. William knows that the next 12 months are important. I wanted to prove myself for another year at St Etienne. This is a big club, and when you come here, you need to be ready. So I'm going to try and have a great season with a club that developed me to be ready for Arsenal. Nicolas Pepe. There was a huge buzz when Nicolas Pepe became out record signing on August the 1st and not just among the fans the Ivorian forward is fully aware of how big the Gunners are when I think of this club I think of all the French guys like Thierry Henry, Patrick Vieira and Robert Perez he said after joining then I also think of Mesut Ozil the world champion Alexandre Lacazette Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang and many more Uber and Laka spring to mind because I used to watch them when I was little also, Lacquer used to play for Lyon, so I had the opportunity to play against him and it will be an honour to play alongside him. There's a link with a country his parents left before he was born too. I also think about the Ivorian players that have represented this club before me. I'm following in the footsteps of Colo Torre, Mamou Aboudi and Jovinho. Colo was with us on the national squad as an assistant coach. He spoke to me a lot in a very high level of how he got on to Arsenal and how you always have to work hard 
and really graft on a daily basis to try and get to the very top. I have made mistakes, but I've learned from them. I've got to where I am through hard work and dedication. I am ready to do that here at Arsenal. Kieran Tierney. Scotland left-back Kieran was a long-term target before finally signing for the club on transfer deadline day. He has an impressive CV. Eight major trophies for Celtic, including a domestic treble in 2017-18, all one before he turned 22 in June. It feels great. I'm delighted to be here, he told Arsenal player in the first interview as a gunner. Obviously, I'm injured now, but I'm looking forward to getting back on the pitch. Leaving Celtic wasn't easy for a lifelong fan. It was the hardest decision in my whole life, he said. I had to speak to my family and close friends and my agent as well because it's such a hard decision to leave a club that you love so much. People need to know that as well I feel Arsenal is a massive club. And it's a great opportunity for me as well. I'm delighted to be here. The ambition was Celtic and that was my dream. When I was younger. But when you get older, I've done that. I've made my dream. I've lived my dream. And I've loved every single minute of it. Now I just feel it's the right time to step on. I feel this is going to be a great opportunity for me. David Luiz. David Luiz joining us from our London rivals Chelsea was arguably the biggest shock of the transfer window. But when you hear the Brazilian defender talk, it makes perfect sense. It's a great feeling, he told us. It's a new cycle in my life, in my career as a footballer. I'm excited to play for a big club. I grew up watching a lot of Arsenal games, especially the great players from the past. So I'm excited to try and help this club to do some big things. I think not too many players would make this kind of move. They would maybe be scared or something like that. I'm just trying to do big things in my life. So my cycle at Chelsea finished and now I'm excited to start a new chapter of my life here. David knows Emery from his time at Paris Saint-Germain and says that the manager played a big part in his move. But it wasn't just down to the boss, says the 32-year-old. I knew Edu and I knew Rule. The quality of the team. The players, and that's what makes me excited to dream. To have the ambition to win big things. Oh, and one last thing. I'm happy now that I can have Lacazette and Aubameyang at my side. It's so much easier now. Arsenal Academy squad 2019-20 to Second year scholars 68. Ryan Alibiosu, midfielder Born Camden, December 17th, 2001 Joined as a scholar July 2018 70. Matthew Dennis, defender Born London, April 15th, 2002 Joined as a scholar July 2018 71. Stan Flaherty, midfielder. Born, London, December 5th, 2001. Joined as a scholar, July 2018. 75. Alfie Matthews, forward. Born, Goodmays, September 30th, 2001. Joined as a scholar, July 2018. 78. Tom Smith, goalkeeper. 
Born, Stevenage, January thirtieth, two 2002. Joined as a scholar, July 2018. First-year scholars. 79, Miguel Aziz, midfielder. Born, London, September twentieth, two 2002. Joined as a scholar, July 2019. 80. Nathan Butler over Deji. Forward. Born, London, January the 4th, 2003. Joined as a scholar, July 2019. 81. Ovi Ejehiri. Goalkeeper. Born, London, April the 23rd, 2003. Joined as a scholar, July 2019. 82. Hubert Gracik, goalkeeper. Born, Zekwirzyna, Poland, February 28, 2003. Joined as a scholar, July 2019. 83. Alex Kirk, defender. Born, Stevenage, October 27, 2002. Joined as a scholar, July 2019. 84. Levi Lang, Defender. Born, Kingston-upon-Thames, April 12, 2003. Joined as a scholar, July 2019. 85. Mazid Ogungbo. Defender. Born, County Leash, Republic of Ireland, October 20, 2002. Joined as a scholar, July 2019. 86. Daniel Oyagoke. Defender. Born, Barnet, January 3, 2003. Joined as a scholar, July 2019. 87. Luke Plange. Forward. Born, Kingston-upon-Thames, November 4, 2002. Joined as a scholar, July 2019. 88. Jason Saraha. Defender. Born, London, November 19, 2002. Joined as a scholar, July 2019. 89. Kido Taylor Hart, midfielder. Born, London, September 30, 2002. Joined as a scholar, July 2019. 90. Catalin Kirjan, midfielder. Born, Bucharest, Romania, December 1, 2002. Joined as a scholar, July 2019. Arsenal Academy reports. Arsenal Academy pre-season summary. It's been a busy 2019-20 pre-season for our youngsters. A total of 12 Academy products were included in our first team's travelling squad to the United States. Steve Bold returned to the touchline as head coach of our under-23s, while Ken Gillard's under-18s were busy preparing for the defence of their league title. Listen on to find out the key details from some of our standout pre-season fixtures. Saturday, July 6, 2019, Meadow Park, Boreham Wood FC, 3, Marsh, 3, Mingoya, 15, McDonnell, 44, Arsenal Under-23s, 3, Smith, 40, John Jules, 60, 70, Arsenal, Hayne, substituted with Hilson in the 46th minute, Swanson, 
substituted with Dennis in the 60th minute. McGuinness, substituted with Olawu in the 72nd minute. Medley, substituted with Matthews in the 46th minute and Alibiosu in the 72nd minute. Thompson, substituted with Greenwood in the 60th minute. Smith, substituted with Ogungbo in the 60th minute. Burton, substituted with Amici in the 46th minute. Olayinka, substituted with Aziz in the 60th minute. Tommy, substituted with Cottrell in the 46th minute. Balogun, substituted with John Jules in the 46th minute. Coyle. An Arsenal 11 side produced a fine comeback in our first match of pre-season to come away with a draw at Meadow Park. The hosts took the lead early on, through Tyrone Marsh, when, following a free kick deep into our box, Carl Hayne initially denied the forward, but could not prevent him poking the rebound into an empty net. The National League side then doubled their advantage in the 15th minute, when Kobongo Chimanga played the ball into the path of Pedro Mingoya, who slotted home. We grabbed one back with five minutes remaining of the first half, when Matt Smith slotted calmly past former gunner Ryan Huddart, following smart work by Zek Medley. Four minutes later, the host's two-goal advantage was restored by Adam McDonnell, after Shimanga pinched the ball and played it back to the midfielder, whose low drive deflected past Hayne. We started the second half brightly and came close to pulling a goal back, as Tyrese John Jules saw an effort cleared off the line and Dominic Thompson's strike came back off the post. John Jules's performance off the bench was rewarded with a goal 15 minutes after the restart, when he drilled a shot low past Huddert. We were given the perfect opportunity to equalise when Mark McGuinness won a penalty after being pulled down at a corner, and John Jules stepped up and dispatched the spot kick to complete the comeback. Wednesday, July the 24th, 2019. The Hive. Barnet, 2. Barham, 51. Adams, 70. Arsenal, under-23s, 3. Balogun, 12, 14, 18. Arsenal. Hilson. Substituted with Smith in the 46th minute. Bowler. Substituted with Ogungbo in the 46th minute. Clark. Olawu, substituted with Lang in the 72nd minute. Swanson, substituted with Dennis in the 68th minute. McKenniff, substituted with Aziz in the 64th minute. Smith, Cottrell, substituted with Flaherty in the 77th minute. Coyle, Balogun, Alibiosu, substituted with Matthews in the 46th minute. Sub not used, Greenwood. Following Balogun struck a six-minute hat-trick as an Arsenal eleven held on to secure an impressive pre-season victory at the Hive. Match Report Pre-Season Colorado Rapids vs Arsenal Tuesday, July 18th, 2019 Dick's Sporting Goods Park Colorado, nil, Arsenal, three The scorers for Arsenal were Saka in the 13th minute Olayinka in the 29th and Martinelli in the 62nd minute. Playing for Arsenal were Macy, Jenkinson, Chambers, 
substituted by Mustafi in the 62nd minute, Madley Thompson, substituted by Kolasinak in the 64th minute, Olayenka, substituted by Willock in the 62nd minute, Burton Martinelli, substituted by Aubameyang in the 78th minute, John Jules, substituted by Ozil in the 78th minute, Saka and Ketia, substituted by Lacazette in the 78th minute. Subs not used were Leno, Socrates, Mkhitaryan, Maitland-Niles, Monreal, Nelson, Martinez and Schalke. Arsenal vs Bayern Munich, Thursday, July 18, 2019, Dignity Health Sports Park, Carson, California. Bayern Munich, 1, Arsenal, 2. The scorer for Bayern Munich was Lewandowski in the 71st minute. For Arsenal, Poznanski in the 49th minute with an own goal and Ankitia in the 88th minute. Playing for Arsenal were Leno, substituted by Martinez in the 46th minute, Maitland-Niles, Mustafi, substituted by Chambers in the 81st minute, Socrates, Monreal, substituted by Kolasinac in the 46th minute, Shaka, Willock, substituted by Burton in the 64th minute, Mkhitaryan, substituted by Nelson in the 64th minute, Ozil, substituted by Saka in the 81st minute, Aubameyang, substituted by Unkitia in the 81st minute, and Lacazette, substituted by John Jules in the 81st minute. Subs not used, Macy, Jenkinson, Martinelli, Medley, Olayenka and Thompson. Arsenal vs Fiorentina Saturday, July the 20th, 2019, Bank of America Stadium, Charlotte, North Carolina. Fiorentina, nil. Arsenal, three. The scorers for Arsenal were Ankitia in the 15th and 66th minutes and Willock in the 89th minute. Playing for Arsenal were Martinez, substituted by Leno in the 46th minute, Chambers, substituted by Socrates in the 63rd minute, Mustafi, substituted by Medley in the 80th minute, Monreal, substituted by Thompson in the 80th minute, Jenkinson, substituted by Maitland-Niles in the 80th minute, Olayenka, substituted by Willock in the 63rd minute, Burton, substituted by Schalke in the 80th minute, Kolasinac, substituted by Lacazette in the 46th minute, Nelson, substituted by Martinelli in the 80th minute, Saka, substituted by Mkhitaryan in the 63rd minute, and Ankitia, substituted by Ozil in the 80th minute. Subs not used were Macy, Aubameyang, John Jules. Arsenal vs Real Madrid, Wednesday, July 24th, 2019. FedEx Field, Maryland. Real Madrid 2, Arsenal 2. The scorers for Real Madrid were Bali in the 57th minute and Asensio in the 59th. For Arsenal, it was Lacazette in the 10th minute with a penalty and Aubameyang in the 24th minute. Real Madrid won 3-2 on penalties. Playing for Arsenal were Martinez, Jenkinson, Chambers, Socrates, Kolasinac, Willock, substituted by Monreal in the 46th minute, Schalke, Mkhitaryan, substituted by Nelson in the 75th minute, Ozil, substituted by Burton in the 75th minute, Aubameyang, substituted by Nketiah in the 75th minute, Lacazette, substituted by Saka in the 75th minute. 
Subs not used. Leno, Olienka, Madley, Thompson, Mustafi, Martinelli, John Jules and Macy. Arsenal vs Angers, Wednesday, July 31st, 2019. Stade Raymond Copa, Angers. Angers 1, Arsenal 1. The scorer for Angers was El Malali in the 13th minute, for Arsenal, Nelson in the 49th minute. Arsenal won 4-3 on penalties. Playing for Arsenal were Martinez, Chambers, substituted by Socrates in the 46th minute, Mustafi, Medley, substituted by Maitland-Niles in the 46th minute, Monreal, substituted by Thompson in the 46th minute, Ganduzi, substituted by Mkhitaryan in the 62nd minute, Burton, substituted by Willock in the 46th minute, Martinelli, John Jules, substituted by Sharka in the 46th minute, Nelson, substituted by Olienka in the 82nd minute, and Ankitia, substituted by Aubameyang in the 62nd minute. Sub not used was Sub not used. Arsenal vs Barcelona, Sunday, August the 4th, 2019. Camp Nou, Barcelona. Barcelona, 2, Arsenal, 1. The scorers for Barcelona were Maitland-Niles in the 69th minute with an own goal and Suarez in the 90th minute. For Arsenal, Aubameyang in the 36th minute. Playing for Arsenal were Leno, Maitland-Niles, Chambers, Socrates, substituted by Mustafi in the 86th minute, Monreal, substituted by Kolasinac in the 46th minute, Schalke, substituted by Torreira in the 86th minute, Willock, substituted by Ceballos in the 70th minute, Mkhitaryan, substituted by Martinelli in the 70th minute, Ozil, substituted by Saka in the 70th minute, Nelson, substituted by Ganduzi in the 46th minute, Aubameyang, substituted by Anquitia in the 86th minute. Subs not used were Thompson Martinez. Like Arsenal, Burnley got their 2019-2020 Premier League campaign off to a winning start last weekend. Three finely crafted goals in the 12 second half minutes. The first two from Ashley Barnes, the third from Johan Berg Goodmanson, giving them a handsome 3-0 win against Southampton at Turf Moor. A positive pre-season, which the Clarets completed with impressive wins against French club Nice, 6-1, and Italian side Parma, 2-0 had clearly given Sean Deitch's side confidence, and they should still be on a high today. Burnley hosted the Gunners in the final game of last season and were beaten 3-1, their third successive defeat. That meant they ended up 15th in the final table, a drop of eight places from the previous season, but a decent showing given that they suffered an early season hangover from three rounds of Europa League qualifying and were in serious relegation troubles around the turn of the year. They had managed just three wins by Boxing Day, but then went eight games unbeaten to lift themselves away from trouble and to the safety mark of 40 points, six above the drop zone. The Clarets' form in the second half of the season was on par with that of the previous campaign, when, against the odds, they qualified for European football for the first time in over half a century. They were unable to make it to the Europa League group stage alongside eventual finalists Chelsea and Arsenal, going out 4-2 on aggregate in the playoffs to Greek giants Olympiakos after they had knocked out Aberdeen 
and Turkish side, Istanbul, Basak Sahir. It's generally acknowledged that those extra-European commitments had an adverse effect on Burnley's domestic results in the early part of the season, when they took just one point from their opening five Premier League fixtures, but with three points already on the board, this term, Deitch's men will be looking to steer well clear of relegation trouble. August promises to be a tricky month, however, because after today they travel to Molyneux to take on this year's Europa League qualifying phase contenders, Wolves, before hosting Liverpool at the end of the month. The Lancashire side lost first-choice keeper Tom Heaton to Aston Villa during the summer, but have strengthened their squad with the arrival of Northern Ireland's current number one, Bailey Peacock-Farrell from Leeds. Dutch left-back Eric Peters from Stoke and their former striker Jay Rodriguez from West Brom. They also secured a loan deal for ex-England midfielder Danny Drinkwater from Chelsea on transfer deadline day. Burnley Fact File Formed 1882 Nickname The Clarets Stadium Turf Moor Capacity 21,944 Chairman, Mike Garlick. Record appearance maker, Jerry Dawson, 569. Record goal scorer, George Beale, 188. It wasn't the best of starts. Arsenal's first meeting with Burnley ended in a 6-1 defeat in the FA Cup on February 1st, 1896. And a year later, the Gunners lost the first league meeting 5-0. The Gunners recorded their first win... 3-1, at the sixth attempt in April 1901. Classic match. It wasn't quite Anfield 89, but the final day of the 1952-53 season produced the closest ever finish to a league campaign. Arsenal had to beat Burnley and won 3-2 at Highbury to clinch the title, having been 1-0 down after eight minutes, 3-1 up after 21 minutes, and clinging on at 3-2 for the final 15 minutes. The Gunners pipped Preston North End by a goal average of 1.516 to 1.417. Early days. The club was founded on May 18, 1882, when members of Burnley Rovers Rugby Club met at the Bull Hotel in the town centre and voted to switch from rugby union to football and drop the Rovers from their name. Sean Deitcher, manager. Born June 28, 1971. Previously, Watford, 2011 to 2012. Burnley's boss since October 2012, the former centre-back has become a legendary figure at Turf Moor, particularly last year, after bringing European football to Turf Moor for the first time in 52 years. The 48-year-old midfielder, who has also masterminded two Premier League promotions for the Clarets, didn't take on his first managerial role until 2011, when he stepped up from assistant at Watford to replace Malky McKay. He led the Hornets to 11th in the championship, only to make way for Gianfranco Zola, eventually resurfacing at Burnley four months later as the replacement for Bournemouth-bound Eddie Howe. Burnley have a rich tradition, having been crowned league champions in 1920-1921 and 1959-1960, as well as winning the FA Cup in 1914. They have won the Community Shield twice and are one of only five clubs, along with Portsmouth, Preston North End, Sheffield United and Wolves, to have won all four divisions. Low point. 
Burnley's worst ever season came in 1986-1987, when the Gunners won the League Cup, the Clarets limped to 22nd place in Division 4, with only Torquay United and Lincoln City below them. Cup hero. Burnley's hero in the 1914 FA Cup final was Bert Freeman, who scored the goal that beat Liverpool. The club's top scorer in four out of five seasons either side of World War I, he also scored 24 goals in 48 games in three seasons at Woolwich Arsenal. In 1907, he was sold to Everton, where he scored 67 goals in 94 games. One that got away. Scouting Report by Michael Cox Some Premier League sides are almost unrecognisable after a busy summer of transfers, but Burnley are reassuringly familiar from last season. The only newcomer who started last weekend's 3-0 journey over Southampton was Dutch left-back Eric Peters, no stranger to the Premier League after five seasons in the top flight with Stoke City. Peters was responsible for assisting Burnley's first two goals, both finished by Ashley Barnes. The first came from a hopeful ball upfield that was misjudged by Southampton's centre-backs, while the second was a more refined delivery as he curled in a cross from the left flank. Both goals showed what Burnley were about getting the ball forward quickly towards the front two. Ashley Barnes and Chris Wood developed a good relationship up front last season and both reached double figures. Wood is an old-fashioned target man and dangerous in the air, while Barnes is excellent technically and capable of some fine finishes. There's a chance Deitcher could deploy only one striker today, but Burnley picked up last season after they switched from 4-4-1-1 or 5-3-2 to a 4-4-2, so he's likely to stick with it. Out wide, left-winger Dwight McNeil is an exciting young prospect who made a big impact last term, and he's capable of either going outside the full-backs or cutting inside to shoot. On the other flank, Iceland international Johan Gudmundsson added the third last weekend and is a fine crosser. Central midfielders Ashley Westwood and Jack Cork hold their positions, distributing the ball calmly from flank to flank. Peters has taken the place of Charlie Taylor and has slotted comfortably into a well-drilled four-man defence that plays very narrow. Matt Loughton tucks inside from the other flank and remains close to centre-backs James Tarkowski and Ben Mee, who has a habit of making excellent last-ditch tackles and blocks. Nick Pope appears to be the number one for the new campaign ahead of Joe Hart, with Tom Heaton having moved on to Aston Villa. Burnley are the Premier League's most traditionally English side in terms of playing style. Only relegated Cardiff City recorded a lower pass completion rate last season, and Deitcher unashamedly preaches an approach that is both direct and physical. But Burnley's defensive organisation is generally excellent, and while 2018-2019 was a difficult campaign, Deitcher's achievement in taking the club to seventh the season before shouldn't be underestimated. Set pieces could prove Burnley's key route to goal here. Last season, Barnes' goal in a 3-1 defeat came in the aftermath of a free kick from which Arsenal failed to clear their lines. And Unai Emery suggested the Gunners need to be better at winning the second balls. Barnes was also involved in a running battle with Socrates and will attempt to get under the skin of whoever he faces this afternoon. Thirty-five years in the community, the hashtag Arsenal Gap, coach, learn and travel, 
with the Arsenal. We are recruiting gappers for our November intake of the Arsenal Gap Year programme, which gives the opportunity to travel the world, gain qualifications and experience that will stand you out from the rest, whilst having the best year of your life with Arsenal in the community. You will develop your coaching skills and confidence through coach education sessions and work experience across a range of Arsenal in the community activities before packing your bags to spend three months on a placement, coaching football and developing your leadership skills at one of our host partner projects abroad. You could be coaching for Arsenal in locations like India, South Africa, Bolivia or the Philippines. If you're keen to know more and apply for our November intake, visit www.arsenal.com forward slash community forward slash gap year or email Adam ahenry at arsenal.co.uk. Where are they now? Name, Laura Cousins, Arsenal Gap Year 2018-19. to Pre-Gap Year, I work for a pub chain taking bookings for the bars. Post-gap year, I'm coaching on the Arsenal Women Player Development Programme. What did you gain from participating in the Arsenal Gap Year Programme? I gained a huge amount of knowledge from lots of different people about how to coach. I learned that you can not only learn from other coaches, but from players to peers too. I have also gained confidence from coaching so many different groups of people from children to adults with disabilities. What was your favourite part of the programme? It has to be my placement in India. The children were coached, they were so nice and polite, which made my time there such a pleasure. Having the chance to be in another country and see the cultural difference was an amazing thing to experience. It helped me decide much more clearly what I want to do in the future. How would you describe your overall experience on the Arsenal Gap Year? It has changed my life for the better and it has given me the opportunities to further progress my career in football. I have met so many inspirational people that have taught me so much. The Arsenal Foundation. My story. The work of the Arsenal Foundation and the partners and initiatives it supports have touched the lives of a great number of people in a variety of ways. Artist Stasi, 29, from Islington, auctioned his latest work at the Arsenal Foundation's 2019 charity ball. He reveals how the foundation changed his life and continues to help him help others. I grew up on the Elthorn estate, and Arsenal had always had a massive presence there. It's always felt as if the club had been around even before they gave us the Dennis Bergkamp pitch on the estate. My first involvement, beyond supporting the team I love, was through the Kicks football sessions. But then some friends took part in Wembley to Soweto, a photography project for underprivileged young people that was supported by the Arsenal Foundation. They knew about my art and told me to show the club my work, which is what led to my first commission. A year later, in 2017, I was on Wembley to Soweto myself, and I haven't looked back. The big breakthrough for me was being commissioned to produce a piece that marked Arsene Wenger's 20th anniversary at the club. 
I got to present it to him at the Emirates, and then I was at the ball two years ago to produce some live art that was signed by the players and auctioned. The big thing for me was that the club never saw my work as fan art. I was being commissioned to produce work, and that changed the way I looked at things, and also the way people approached me. This is not a hobby for me. The foundation has helped in other ways too. I'm co-director of a charity called Ambitious Academy that aims to provide opportunities for young people, and with the foundation's support, we produce Drawn Out, a short film that looks at the experiences of youngsters on Elthorn Estate with regards to gang culture, violence and crime. It's had more than 3 million views on YouTube, and now we're taking it into schools. All of this, all of the work I've been able to do for myself and for others, is the result of the support I've had from Arsenal. I've gone from doing art on the side to being a full-time artist, and I now have a commissioning contract with an art investment group, which is a big next step for me. That support has given me confidence and has taken my life in some pretty crazy directions. Like the foundation, I care for people too, and I'm trying to pass that on through Ambitious Academy and by mentoring people. Arsenal always go above and beyond, and the Arsenal Foundation has helped me to achieve my dreams. Find at Stazzy Art on Twitter and Instagram, and you can access Drawn Out on YouTube. Match action. Bayern Munich. Emirates Cup, Sunday, July the 28th, 2019, Emirates Stadium. Arsenal, nil. Bayern Munich, 1. The scorer for Bayern Munich was Lupoltz in the 24th minute. Report. The champions' first match of pre-season ended in defeat in a close encounter at Emirates Stadium, though the afternoon was tarnished by a serious-looking injury suffered by Daniel Carter. Katie McCabe almost lit up the occasion early on when her speculative chip from 30 yards nearly caught out Laura Bencroft, but dipped just over the bar. It was the visitors, however, who took the lead in the 24th minute, when Captain Melanie Lupols powered home a header from close range, following an inviting free kick from the left-hand side. Our best chance of the game came in the second half. McCabe was sent through, but her effort was blocked by Lorena Venninger. Then came a worrying moment. Carter, only just back from long-term injury, was stretched off in obvious pain. It was a sad end to the first-ever women's game at the Emirates Cup. The team, Zinberger, Meyer, Beatty, substituted by Phyllis in the 82nd minute, Quinn, Veye, Schneiderbeck, substituted by Anth in the 67th minute, Little, McCabe, Evans, Kame, substituted by Mitchell in the 46th minute, Carter, substituted by Flores in the 82nd minute. Subs not used were Grant, Perod, Manion. The two photographs with this report in the hard copy have the captions Top, Tabia Kemi clears the danger in a generally solid defensive Arsenal display. Bottom, summer signing, Leonie Meyer strides forward against her former club. Match action, Lyon. Emirates Cup, Sunday, July the 28th, 2019, Emirates Stadium. Arsenal, 1, Lyon, 2. 
The scorer for Arsenal was Aubameyang in the 35th minute and for Lyon, Dembele in the 66th and 75th minutes. Report. Despite taking the lead during an impressive first-half display, we ended up losing out to Lyon in the Emirates Cup. Alexandre Lacazette suffered an early injury and his replacement, Rhys Nelson, was soon linking up well with Joe Willock and Hendrik Mkhitaryan. The Armenian had a volley saved by Anthony Lopez before he set up the opener. His right-wing cross was met first time by Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang six yards out. However, Moussa Dembele headed home firmly from a searching left-wing cross to level. Danny Ceballos was introduced for his Gunners debut alongside Gabriel Martinelli for his first run-out at Emirates Stadium. The Brazilian winger had a goal ruled out for handball and just moments later, Dembele sealed the win for the visitors. Our team was Leno, Maitland-Niles, substituted by Jenkinson in the 76th minute, Chambers, substituted by Mustafi in the 69th minute, Socrates, Monreal, substituted by Medley in the 86th minute, Ganduzi, substituted by Unkitia in the 46th minute, Shaka, Mkhitaryan, substituted by Martinelli in the 69th minute, Willock, substituted by Ceballos in the 69th minute, Aubameyang, substituted by Burton in the 86th minute, Lacazette, substituted by Nelson in the 12th minute, and then John Jules in the 76th. Sub not used, Martinez. There are two photographs with the hard copy of this report. The captions are top, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is back up and running at the Emirates. Bottom, Gabriel Martinelli powers away from Jason Danaya on his home debut. Arsenal Women. The latest news and results from the Women's Super League Champions. UEFA Champions League draw. The much-anticipated Women's Champions League draw took place yesterday. See arsenal.com for details. A little longer. We're delighted to confirm that Kim Little has signed a new contract with Arsenal. The Scotland international has made 181 appearances, scoring 125 goals for us across two spells with the club. Last season, she captained us to our first WSL title in seven years her third league title at Arsenal. She has also won four Continental Tyres Cups and three FA Cups. Kim is a true professional on and off the pitch. She has Arsenal in her blood and we are so pleased that she has committed her future to Arsenal, said Joe Montemoro. The Scottish midfielder added, It's great to be part of this great club and to commit my future here. I'm excited for the foreseeable future being here at Arsenal. Joe and Viv nominated. Joe Montemuro and Vivian Medema have been nominated for categories at the Best FIFA Football Awards. Montemuro is on a 10-person shortlist for the Best FIFA Women's Coach, alongside Jill Ellis and Phil Neville. Medema has been nominated for the Best FIFA Women's Player following her record-breaking season and exploits with the Netherlands national team during this summer's World Cup. She is joined on the list of nominees by Ada Hergerberg, Lucy Bronze and Ellen White. Ins and outs. Arsenal have welcomed a quartet of exciting signings over the summer. Scottish international defender Jennifer Beattie has returned to Arsenal on a long-term contract, ten years after first signing for the club. 
The 28-year-old made 83 appearances and scored 25 times during her four-year spell in North London. She won three successive league titles, the Continental Cup three times and the FA Cup twice. And the Gunners also secured three signings from Bayern Munich. The trio, Dutch midfielder Jill Roord, Austrian goalkeeper Manuela Zinsberger and German defender Leonie Meyer, will be hoping to emulate former Bayern stars, Lisa Evans and Vivian Medema, by becoming WSL champions. Attacking midfielder Jill started her career with FC20 before joining Bayern Munich in 2017 and made 36 appearances over two seasons for the German giants, scoring 12 goals. Goalkeeper Manuela started her career in her home country with SV Nullenbach, where she won the league title four years running between 2010 and 2013. She also won the OFB Ladies' Cup three times. And 26-year-old defender Leone won two Bundesliga titles with Bayern and has more than 70 caps for Germany and helped them to win gold at the 2016 Olympics and the Euros in 2013. While delighted to welcome our new players, we also said a fond farewell to two of our title-winning Dutch stars this summer. Dominique Bloodworth has signed for German giants Wolfsburg after four years at Arsenal. She won a clean sweep of domestic trophies and her appearance against Manchester City in the final game of the season was her 100th for the club. Sari van Veenendaal has also left after her contract expired in July, having made 72 appearances and has since signed for Spanish giants Atletico Madrid. We thank them both and wish them all the best for their future. Tottenham Friendly. Don't forget, there's an exciting pre-season fixture taking place a week tomorrow as the Gunners take on Tottenham Hotspur at Meadow Park. And tickets are still available from arsenal.com, priced £7 for adults and £3.50 for concessions. It's the last match of our pre-season preparations and should be a great test against our local rivals, who are newly promoted to WSL1. We will face them at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in the league on Sunday, November 17th, with our home game against them on Sunday, February 9th, 2020. Arsenal Academy. Young Gun, Mikel Aziz. Match reports, pre-season roundup. Remember, Nico Yenaris. We are the Arsenal, fullest of young pros and scholars. Young Gun, Mikel Aziz. The Basics, born London, September the 20th, 2002. Joined Arsenal, 2007. Height, six foot. Position, midfield. Boots, Adidas Copper. School, Hayden School in Pinner. I'll never forget the day I was spotted by Arsenal. I was playing for my local club in Harrow at the time. And one day I stayed behind after training and there was a scout called Paul Whitehead who approached me and my dad and asked if I could come to the Arsenal training sessions at HLN for a week-long trial. I played one game in my full Brazil kit because I was so excited and after that game, they asked if they could sign me. To this day, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I was trying not to cry, but I was just so excited to tell all my friends at school the next day. This will be my first season of training full-time, but I've been playing and training with the Arsenal under-18s for the last two seasons now, so the integration has been going on for a while. 
It's so motivating to be here because you know that there's a clear pathway from Hale End to London Colney and eventually into the first team. It's even more encouraging now that Per's here too. He's been with the first team so he knows what it takes to play for Arsenal. I speak to Per quite often and discuss what it's like to be here in the first team and what they demand of their younger players. He tells me that you need to have the right attitude, humility, respect and discipline to make your mark. And that's something I've really taken on board. I find it mad that a few years ago I was playing as Per and Freddie on FIFA and now I'm speaking to them about my development and future. Those support systems are really useful, but there are so many role models and inspirations at the club. He may only be a year older than me, but Saka is one of them, because I'm almost doing what he's doing at this age. So it's exciting to think about what could possibly be next. Players like Emmy Smith-Rowe and Joe Wilcock have also broken into the first team over the past year. I'm so looking forward to learn from them too. These players have shown that if you're good enough, you work hard and you have the right attitude, then opportunities will come your way. Outside of Arsenal, I've always looked up to players like Ronaldinho and Zidane for obvious reasons, but I admire players like Cristiano Ronaldo for their work rate. I love Biscuits at Barcelona too. He is world class, but he's not the strongest, quickest or most skillful but his brain makes him a step ahead of every player that's coming towards him. I've always tried to pick up little things from watching players like these, but generally speaking, I just need to make sure I impress in training every day. Whether I'm playing in the under-18s, under-23s or first team, with that in mind, I've set myself some targets for the forthcoming season. The first is to win the league with the under-18s, and the second is to play as many Premier League 2 fixtures as possible. I made my debut for the under-23s last month in a pre-season game against Boreham Wood and it was easily one of the best moments of my career so far, especially as I put in a good performance. Now I just need to make sure I take every opportunity that's handed to me. Miguel Aziz, The Lowdown My earliest memory of football, playing at home with my brother and my dad. My first footballer I looked up to was Ronaldinho. Best friend in football, Yanis Muyash. Team supported as a child, Arsenal. Big influence on my career, the academy coach, Steve Leonard. Best goal of all time, Ronaldinho versus England. Best goal I've ever scored, free kick from 40 yards in the final against Fulham. Best game I've ever had, England under-17s versus Denmark. Who I combine best with, Janus Muscher. Best moments of my career, playing in the Euros for England. One song to sing to save my life, Billie Jean, Michael Jackson. Another sport I'm good at, martial arts, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. My favourite training drill, possession. About you. Favourite footballer of all time, Sergio Busquets. If I could be any footballer, Cristiano Ronaldo. Favourite follow on Instagram, Cristiano Ronaldo. Favourite musician, right now, Michael Jackson. Favourite trainers of all time, Yezzy. Favourite pre-match song, Mob Deep by Shook Ones. 
Best football attribute, vision. One thing I need on an away day, headphones. The one thing I want to do in my football career, win the Ballion d'Or. If I wasn't a footballer, I'd be a football coach. Player who would shape the game most, Busquets. Best thing about being at Arsenal, wearing the shirt of the team I support. Favourite TV series, Power. Ideal cheat meal, Burgers. Not many people know that I'm into martial arts. Around the academy will definitely make it me. Most skills in the locker, Kiddo Taylor Hart. Most two-footed, me and Kiddo. Make the best manager, Mazid Agumbo. Most committed, me. Captain material, Mazid. Funniest, Nathan Butler Adia. Most confident is me. Better than they think they are, Levy Lang. Best singer, Daniel Aligogog. Hidden talent, me. I can break dance. Academy Illumini, Nico Yanaris. Former gunner, Nico Yanaris, made history in June 2019 when he became the first foreign born footballer to represent China. The 26-year-old was born in London and even represented England at youth level. But although his mother, being Chinese, he was able to start in a 2-0 home win over the Philippines before being substituted to a standing ovation of more than 40,000 fans. Now known as Li Qi in China, the tenuous midfielder wasted no time in learning the national anthem for his debut appearance and now he's taking regular lessons in Mandarin. This follows his move to Chinese Super League leaders Beijing Guban in January, where he still made 17 league appearances, assisted twice, a surprising career move for a player who's only ever featured for two other clubs on a permanent basis, Arsenal and Brentford. Yanaris joined our academy in May 2001 at age 7 and progressed through the youth ranks at a rapid rate before captaining our under-18s in the Premier Academy League title in 2009-10. Arsene Wenger rewarded Yanaris with his first team debut in October 2011, playing 90 minutes in a 2-1 win over Bolton Wanderers in the FA Cup. The following season, he played another 90 minutes in the FA Cup and assisted in the 6-1 win over Coventry City. But this would prove to be his final appearance for the club. The midfielder, right back, then went on to spend the next five years of his career with Brentford in England's second tier, where he made more than 150 appearances and had the honour of captaining the Bees against Arsenal in September 2018. Wishing you all the best of luck in China, Nico Liku. Arsenal Academy squad, young professionals. 35, Gabriel Martini. He's a forward, born San Polio, Brazil, June 18, 2001. Joined from Italianil, July 2019. Daniel Ballard, defender, born Stevenage, 22nd of the 9th, 1999. Joined as a scholar. July 2016. 38. Florilin Balogun, forward, born, New York, USA, the 3rd of the 7th, 2001. Joined as a scholar, July 2017. 
Number 40. Tolajo Bola, defender, born London, the 4th of January 1999, joined as a scholar, July 2015. Number 41. Robbie Burton, midfielder, born in Gravesend, the 26th of December 1999, joined as a scholar, July 2016. Number 42. Harry Clark, defender, born Ipswich, 2nd of March 2001, joined as a scholar, July 2017. Number 43. Trey Coyle, forward, born in Camden, the 11th of January 2001, joined as a scholar, July 2017. 44. Dayan Iliev, goalkeeper, born Macedonia, 25th of February 1995, joined from FK Balasica, September 2012. 45. Therese John Jules, forward, born Westminster, 14th of February 2001, joined as a scholar, July 2017. Number 47. Jordan McCurth, forward, born Londonderry, the 8th of January 2001, joined as a scholar, July 2017. Number 48. Mark McGuinness, defender, born in Slough, the 5th of January 2001, joined as a scholar, July 2017. 49. Zach Medley, defender, born Greenwich, the 9th of July 2000, joined as a scholar, November 2016. 52. James Galaka, midfielder, born Lambeth, 5th of October, 2000, joined as a scholar. 53. Joseph Alou, defender, born Nigeria, 27th of November, 1999, joined as a scholar, July, 2016. Number 54. Toby Amol, defender, born London, 17th of December, 1999, joined as a scholar, January 2016. 55. Geordie Esatutu, defender, born Slough, 2nd of October, 1998, joined as a scholar, July 2015. Number 56. Ben Sheaf, midfielder, born Dartford, 5th of February, 1998, joined as a scholar, July 2014. Number 57, Matthew Smith, midfielder, born in Harlow, the 5th of October 2000, joined as a scholar, July 2017. 59, Zach Swanson, defender, born Cambridge, 28th of September 2000, joined as a scholar, July 2017. 61, Nathan Tormley, born Welling Garden City, 25th of May 2000. Joined as a scholar, July 2016. Number 63, James Hilson, goalkeeper, born Bedford, 14th of January 2001. Joined from Reading, July 2019. Ben Cotterell, midfielder, born Watford, 31st of October 2001. Joined as a scholar, July 
2018. Number 72. Sam Greenwood, forward, born England, 26th of January 2002. Joined as a scholar, July 2018. 73. Karl Heen, goalkeeper, born, Polva, Estonia, 13th of April 2002. Joined as a scholar, July 2018. 74. Joel Lopez, defender, born Spain, 31st of March 2002. Joined as a scholar, July 2018. Kilahawala, forward, born, Nigeria, the 5th of July 1998, joined from Diamond Football Academy in August 2016. No number allocated. 76, Arthur Akuku, goalkeeper, born London, the 9th of the 9th, 2001, joined as a scholar, July 2018. 77, Bakia Saka, forward, born London, 5th of the 9th, 2001, joined as a scholar, July 2003. Teams for Arsenal. Head coach Unai Emery, red shirts with white sleeves, white shorts and white socks. 1. Bernd Leno, goalkeeper. 2. Hector Bellerin. 3. Kieran Tierney. 4. Mohamed Enneni. 5. Socrates Papastathopoulos. 7. Henrik Mkhitaryan. 8. Danny Ceballos. 9. Alexandre Lacazette. 10. Mesut Ozil. 11. Lukas Torreira. 14. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. 15. Ainsley Maitland-Niles. 16. Rob Holding. 18. Nacho Monreal. 19. Nicolas Pepe. 20. Schroeder Mustafi. 21. Callum Chambers. 23. David Luiz. 24. Rhys Nelson. 26. Emiliano Martinez, goalkeeper. 27. Constantinos Mavropanos. 28. Joe Willock. 29. Matteo Ganduzzi. 31. Seat Kolasinac. 32. Emil Smith Rowe. 33. Matt Macy, goalkeeper. 34. Granite Sharka. 35. Gabriel Martinelli. For Burnley, manager Sean Deach. Dark green shirts, black shorts, dark green socks. 1. Nick Pope, goalkeeper. 2. Matthew Loughton. 3. Charlie Taylor. 4. Jack Cork. 5. James Tarkowski. 6. Ben Mee. 7. Johan Berggunnensen. 8. Danny Drinkwater. 9. Chris Wood. 10. Ashley Barnes. 11. Dwight McNeil. 11. Robbie Brady. 13. Jeff Hendrick. 14. Ben Gibson. 15. Bailey Peacock Farrell. 16. Stephen Defoe. 18. Ashley Westwood. 19. Jay Rodriguez. 20. Joe Hart, goalkeeper. 21. Marky Wells. 23. Eric Peters. 25. Aaron Lennon. 26. Phil Bardsley. 27. Mathieu Vidra. 28. Kevin Long. 30. Adam Legsdins, goalkeeper. 34. Jimmy Dunn. 
Match officials, referee Mike Dean, assistant referees Darren Can and Daniel Robothan. Fourth official, Peter Banks. VAR official, Christopher Kavanagh. Additional VAR official, Andrew Halliday. Today's fixtures, 3pm unless stated. Aston Villa versus Bournemouth. Brighton and Hove Albion versus West Ham United. Everton versus Watford. Norwich City versus Newcastle United. Southampton versus Liverpool. Manchester City versus Tottenham Hotspur at 5.30pm. The Arsenal Foundation. Helping young people fulfil their potential through education and sport. And that brings us to the end of this audio communication from Arsenal Football Club. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 